Well, first of all, everyone is different and there's personal character. And I mean, these guys aren't robots. Zlatan is definitely not a robot. Zlatan is a, is a, a very intelligent man, obviously outspoken. There's that public persona. I mean, his jokes and the humor, but behind it, you see someone that's very intelligent. Um, there's a lot of bravado in these roles that they play. When a player comes in for an interview, if I was interviewing the, the PSG guys, which I did for nine years, maybe it was something about being Australian. Maybe it was just the way I am and my character, but I always treated everyone as more or less an equal. I was respectful, of course, but I was prepared to make a joke. Mm. I was prepared to break through that first barrier because there is a little bit of intimidation. I mean, when Zlatan walks into the room and he sees a new guy, and I was brought in at PSG because of I spoke English and they were, they'd just been taken over by the Qataris, even though I'd been around the club and working for the club in a different capacity for, for a few years before all the money arrived, if you like. I was brought in because they had David Beckham, they had Zlatan and they wanted to get someone that could talk to them properly and intelligently and, and do football. So Zlatan walks in and he sort of sees a new guy sitting there and he, and, and I just didn't, I introduced myself straight away confidently and I saw just this, he just sort of looked back, look you up and down. It immediately broke the ice and he said something and I said something and I told a joke or or something and and that was it and we were uh, we were away and I never had I had one run in with Zlatan um which was not a pleasant experience and I had run-ins with other players that were very tough um, and intimidating. Even in your role as the in-house broadcaster, you would have these uh, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, now it it got to the point, you know, someone like Neymar, you have to understand there, and every case is different. You know, we would have Brazilians like Lucas Moura who went to Tottenham after after PSG and he was with Neymar. They were in the same youth teams together coming through in the the national team. They won the, the, the World World Youth Cup, I think, and scored. They won the final six nil or something, and and Lucas scored three goals. Was the big star, and then Neymar became the big star. But these these two were big stars as kids. You couldn't find two more different personalities and characters. Lucas was was always out- outgoing, exuberant, would come towards you, would be would stay and have a chat, would joke, would be laughing, would be very open and expressive in interviews. Neymar is very closed in interviews. And and you know, he come in and shake your hand and he says hello and he can have a joke. It's not open, expressive. And you know, that's partly his character. It's also partly the fact that, you know, he's one of the biggest players in the world. Lucas it didn't happen for him. His career didn't follow that same trajectory. And you know, Neymar is worth so much money that if he says something wrong, if he gets involved or, you know, he thinks, you know, maybe he thinks that I'm going to start asking him for money, which must happen just the whole time, you know, if he becomes friendly with someone. These guys get asked for money, they get asked to support causes. They're asked for interviews the whole time. Mm. I understand, having having worked at PSG, I can understand just how difficult it is. And sometimes for someone like Neymar, who's an introverted kid, who's just a kid that wants to play football is incredibly good at it. He has other people to take care of all that white noise for him. Zlatan, Zlatan takes care of it by himself. He has a couple of other people around him. Mino Raiola was his agent, of course, and a, and a huge figure as well. But Zlatan was wanted to be in control of all that. And so he would decide what interviews he does. Neymar has people because, because he has contracts and sponsorship deals and everything. He has people that say, yes, he'll do that. No, he won't do that, including to talking to us, the PSG club yeah, media, wow. just because there are so many elements and demands on their time. Zlatan had all those same demands, but Zlatan was a different character. Zlatan was one who would just put his foot down. He would say what he would and wouldn't do. 
And there were other players like that as well. Lots of players just don't like talking. Others are, uh, you know, happy to happy to chat. Others will just straight bat all your answers. Others you have to get underneath and break through that first barrier. And then you get some really interesting interviews out of them. Others you never will. And you just have to accept, look, I'm never going to get anything out of yeah. out of this player because they don't want to, they're not they're not up for this. They don't enjoy this, this experience. And that's it. I apologize because I know I keep coming back to him. But Leo, was he much the same as Neymar? Yes. Leo is is a very private guy. And again, it's because, I mean, for all we can talk about Zlatan and Thiago Silva and mm. David Luiz, big players, big players that I've, that I've had the, you know, Marco Verratti, whatever. Leo and Ney are next level. They're like David Beckham. They're, they're next level global superstars. Mm. It's hard to explain in, to an Australian public as well just what that is. I mean, we're talking, you know, I mean, Muhammad Ali, Pele, Michael Jordan. These are these are these characters, and you can't just go and and chat to them. Leo, very respectful, very nice. I did the first interview when he arrived at Paris, and he was, you know, really really open, but straight batted everything. You know, they can't say they can't, you know, divulge things, you know, about their personal life, about you know where they where they see the future, because a they're not like that, and b they don't want to be held. If they say something, what happens in the future? They don't know. It could be worth when you're talking about these players. It could be worth millions and millions and millions of, of euros or dollars if they say the wrong thing at the wrong time and it gets held against them. They're very guarded like that. But Leo is always, Leo is a, a just a simple guy. Simple guy. When the times we interviewed him, he was very nice, comes in, shake your hand. Um, I remember after the he scored his first Champions League goal against, I think it was Manchester City at the Parc des Princes, and he came in and we were there waiting to interview him. He was the last person to come into our room. He doesn't go in where all the media are, where all the millions of media are. He came in, he gave us all a hug, you know, like, and, you know, because he was so happy and, and nice and he was happy to answer everything. But then, you know, he's not one to come in and come in and see the media team when he arrives at training and say hello to everyone. He just gets out of his car, goes through, goes to the changing room, plays football, goes home, hangs out with his kids. It's what he does. We don't get invited to their houses for parties. You know, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a, a privileged connection, but but I mean Leo, Leo Messi is a guy who is so driven and focused. And I talk about performing in those ninety minutes again. That's and that moment of that World Cup and how he's played this season for PSG was incredible. And getting to the World Cup for that moment, you know, that's his whole life. His whole life. And Neymar's the same, even if he's got you know enjoys having his mates around and having a party. I don't think even Leo is so focused and everything that it's just one, that's his whole life. His whole life, there's room for family and his and his dad and his mates who, who travel around and follow him a lot. He's got his wife and kids, but his whole life is football. His teammates, his best mates are Di Maria, who was also at PSG and is a legend and won the World Cup as well. Um, Paredes, Leandro Paredes, who was also at PSG. And these guys that that help him play better at football. They're, they're the guys. Name is a great mate because at Barcelona they struck it up and they're your circle you're not talking about a guy that has loads of friends outside of football mm. Leo is the most driven focused footballer and you don't get to where he got without being that and that's the bottom line from the age of eight people saw that talent playing for Newell's Old Boys in Argentina on dirt pitches, you know, signed for Barcelona at 14. I mean, that sort of stuff is, it changes your whole, you are not a normal person, if I can say it that way. You try and be normal among your among your family and, and very small group of friends, you are a normal person. But once outside of that, it's, you know, you are just focused on being a successful footballer. 
And that I think people outside struggle to to understand what it takes to perform mentally and physically at that level like he has done for 18 years.